Hey, you're listening to Making an Impact Christian Podcast Show with the host, Mike Anthony. Hey, stop what you're doing. Turn up your radio. You in a 90-second spot. Your host, Mike Anthony. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Mike Anthony, and you are on the 92nd spot. And on the 92nd spot here at Making an Impact Christian Podcast Show is just 90 seconds of something we ha- we like to highlight. Maybe it's a charitable deed. Maybe it's a thought. Maybe it's an author, a book, or just something you're, you are doing that is blessing and repping the kingdom of God. And today we're going to highlight a artist his name is by uh, his name is Kevin D Jemison and he has a nice song out uh, talking about Sherry like social media right so we're repping him today um, so I take a little bit take a little listen of this I'm not gonna give you the whole thing because I don't want to spoil it for you I want you to go out and get his project you can find it on Amazon you can find it download it Google uh, Google Play uh, YouTube, but go bless them, man, and uh, be a blessing to the kingdom. You got these authors out here writing books and song singers singing songs, and um, just just there's a lot going on for the kingdom. So we want to be a blessing to the kingdom, and uh, I'm talking about taking care of the kingdom. You know, people out here doing big things for the kingdom, uh, feeding the homeless and everything, and we want to rep them. You know what I mean? Want to be with them so i just take a little listen to this here and we're gonna be right back with you you on the 90 second spot with your host mike anthony on making an impact christian podcast show yo listen up ah kevin d jemison holla you're listening to making an impact christian podcast show with your host mike anthony like I be sharing posts on social media I share it like an Instagram photo I share it like a YouTube video I share it like a post on FB Or a good tweet, a tweet I share it like social media I should a word of God Like I be sharing posts on social media I should a word of God In person Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome back So what y'all think about that 90 second spot there With my man Kevin D. Jemison? Repping the kingdom What? Love it Say he share that thing like social media Just Keep that in your mind when you're on your social media When you're on your Instagram and your Facebook When you're tweeting Share your Share that word of God Like You are repping your pictures on social media You know how we do We are Emphatic Emphatic about Spreading our pictures and uh, sometimes our propaganda, yeah, <laughs> our propaganda, our scriptures, uh, just want to be, just wanting to be heard. Keep that song in mind when you are sharing your light on social media, because there are people reading, there are people listening. So you want to make sure that you're repping the kingdom. Amen. But that's our 90 second spot with our man, Kevin D. Jemison. Y'all going to be hearing new music from artists that are not necessarily mainstream, but they got they have real good product, you know. And I think that we have to keep that in mind. And, 
you if you have good content you know you're listening you got you have good uh if you have poems or books music that you repping the kingdom yo let me know don't keep it quiet i'm gonna share it i want to share god's light i love god's people and i love god's gift in his people amen but that was our 92nd spot and we're about to queue up um uh, lesson that I taught um, a few Sundays back. You know, living a healthy life in God. You know, basically understanding what it means to have a healthy life says a lot, means a lot about the individual. When we have a healthy life in God, we, because you know how it is, y'all. We live, we live, we roll every single day and it is hard to stay healthy in Christ I don't know about you but I have my struggles in this life and I thank God indeed for his word his time of prayer his time of reflection his family his many different blessings that he give us every single day amen so rep that thing like social media and <laughs> All right, guys, the next uh, voice you will hear would be that a teaching of living a healthy life in God. All right. You take care and I'll see you on the back end of this teaching. All right, guys, be blessed. Holla. Good morning, everybody. All right. As Reverend Charles was talking about, we are... Dealing with the self series, we're ending up with the ending of the self series. And, uh, well, I had some notes on that, but. <laughs> Alright, we're talking about the, the character trait of uh, self righteousness. Can anybody tell us what we talked about last week? Briefly? Very quick. Self righteousness of one's own talking about I asked anyone did they mind map I love the mind map yeah mind mapping and we did the mind mapping diagram I think I can remember a little bit of what that was and we started out with uh, self-righteousness I have it right here you, you got a copy of it <laughs> 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Self righteousness, and then we begin to mind map what self righteousness was. And I think we had mm -hmm. Lord all. I think we had right. critical hypocrisy, arrogance, pride, know it all. Yeah. No self esteem and not having yourself. Yeah. Know it all. No self esteem. Yeah. Put thinking too highly of yourself. And all these things come in under the umbrella. Remember, we were talking about how you have the um, I forgot the, the term I used, but basically the parent company. Yeah. Self-righteousness is the parent company and all these are the little other companies underneath. That's the same thing like if, you, if you're talking about Sam's Club, or if you notice, there's always a Lowe's where Sam's, Sam's Club is because it's owned by the same person. Yes. You know, and I, forgot, and I forgot what the parent company is, but all these other things, yeah, Walmart, all these other things come under the same umbrella. So let's look at... Uh, Luke 18, if I get somebody to read that for me, Luke 18, 9 through 14. He spake this parable unto certain who trusted in themselves, that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this public. I fast twice in a week, I take tithes of all that I possess. And the public standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. Everyone that exalted himself shall be abased. And he that knoweth himself shall be exalted. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. So we and uh, one of the points that we were we were the, the second point was talking about despising others. I thought I brought my notes with me, but this is left my big Bible and I left my notes in my big Bible. So I grabbed. I thought I grabbed my notes, but I didn't grab my notes. But that's fine. So we're talking about despising others. And anytime you're dealing with self-righteousness, self-righteousness always has the propensity to put itself up and despise others. It will always despise others. That's why it is critical of other people. Because if it doesn't look like me, if it doesn't smell like me, if it doesn't operate like me, then it ain't right. It can't be right. And whenever we are dealing with the character trait of self-righteousness, we need to be careful that we're not comparing things by us. We're not the measure by which people should live by. None of us in here. But sometimes it is so tempting as believers in Christ to make us the measure by which people should live by. And remember, we talked about the Bible says in Isaiah 64 and 6, we talked about that scripture. It says our righteousness is what? And filthy rags. And we know what the filthy rags were. Was. So basically, 
if we're measuring people, if we're measuring people by us, measuring people by what we can reach, what we can touch, what we can think, how we see God, then we have already caused a problem in their lives. Because if they're measuring themselves by us, Paul says, imitate me as I what? Imitate who? Thank you. Thank you. So Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So if I'm imitating Christ, if, if, I'm, if I'm imitating him, that's one thing because I'm not imitating me. But if I ain't imitating Jesus and I'm giving people a precursor of what I think things should be, then I cause a problem. So basically, as we look at this, a big problem to self-righteousness is this word here. This is, uh, as Reverend Nick asked me the question yesterday about Superman's kryptonite. She's reading the article, and this article was saying this is the kryptonite to these personality traits. The kryptonite to living a balanced life in Christ is this word here. And we do it every day. Can anybody, what's that word? Comparison. Comparison, Comparison is an enemy. It's an enemy to the believer. Because when you start comparing people by, your, uh, uh, by yourself or by anything, there's a problem there. Let's look at 2 Corinthians. Somebody find 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12 for me, please. Read that. King James Version says, not wise. He says, these men think there's something because they're only comparing themselves by themselves. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. So comparison is the enemy to living a healthy life in God. Comparison is the enemy to living a healthy life in God. Because if you compare yourself to an avocado, you're going no further than an avocado. Yeah, they can cut you open, they can spread you and make guacamole out of you. Yeah, you might end up in Chipotle. They put you on a salad. But if that's the only place your growth in God will go to, you don't have any growth in God. So comparison is the enemy to living a healthy life in God. So that's what the person was saying. He said, these people run around here thinking there's something 
Because they're only comparing themselves by themselves. Because if they were comparing themselves to Christ, they would shut their mouths. Because if we, all of us, if we are honestly comparing ourselves to Jesus Christ, we have nothing to talk about. Because none of us are walking on water. None of us are living like Christ to the point where Christ was sinless. So that means that we have a lot of work to do. And what we can say is, I'm not like Jesus. And brother and sister, you're not like Christ. So we got something to work on and God's word will help us get to that place where we can be more like him. There's always an upside to Christ. There's always a downside to us. Because he said our righteousness is as filthy rags. And we started this text out talking about the man. And he said these people had trusted in their own righteousness. He said he, this man trusted in his own righteousness. And then he had the nerve to despise others. And that's what we have to be careful of. Making light of other people. The person that's sitting on the corner side with nothing probably more spiritual than most of us. And you don't have any, you don't know. You're just looking at them. And at first glance, they don't look like you because you compared them to you. Who said they had to be wearing Louis Vuitton? Who said that they had to be wearing polo? We said that. So the moment we look at them and they don't look like us, there's a problem with them. They, oh, they can't be as righteous as us. Look at the way they dressed. Look at the way they smell. It's impossible. Oh no, that brother, that brother can't, that brother can't be intelligent. Look what he said. And half the time, if you ever stopped and had a conversation with some of these people, you'd be amazed. I'm on the street because I was a physicist, lost my wife and children, and I started drinking. So if we put our head head to head, shoulder to shoulder, it might blow me out of the way when it comes to the books. But they had a hard turn. We don't know what people have gone through, so that's why we don't make comparisons. That's why we have compassion. Compassion must be the mineral of the day. So, if we are overcoming the character trait, because I want to talk about having a, having a healthy life in God, because to me that overcomes the character trait of self-righteousness, even though we're talking about self-righteousness, we can't just state it. So we got to have compassion. Compassion matters. This person in the text was void in compassion. Because let's, let's go look at what, what this guy did. First of all, his heart was in the wrong place. So he had heart issues. Because the moment he was living in his own righteousness, we know he had heart issues. Because when, when all of us, any of us in here think that we are better than anybody else, there's heart issues. And my thing is, I, will, I would ask anybody in this place, if you think you're better than somebody else, sit down and examine yourself and find out why you feel that way. Because you may feel, it really might be some stuff in you that ain't right. So you got to put yourself up against somebody to feel better than them because you don't feel better about you. So God, God wants to first deal with us. And I think that when, when we start to see these negative things popping up, there's got to be some deeper issues. Because when we saw the mind map, 
there was deeper issues. There's things underneath this self-righteousness. Self-righteousness is just what is materialized out of these deeper issues. So when we are dealing with, like this man, he had, he had heart issues. This man had heart issues. So that's the first thing we wanna talk about. He has heart issues because immediately, let's look at his prayer. One thing these men had in common, they both were seeking God. Because the Bible says that they both went down to prayer time. So they both were seeking God. So both of them believed that they had a need to talk to God about something. But the problem with that is, when we come to God, what are we coming, what are we coming to God for? What are we coming to God with? And why are we in his presence? We need to ask ourselves that when we come to church. What are we coming to church for? What are we coming to church with? And why are we in his presence? Because this man, both men were coming to church. But they were coming to church for two different reasons. So if you see in verse 9, let's, let's look at, it says in verse 10, it says, And two men went up into the temple to pray. So we know we established that they both we're in the temple and they both were coming to pray. But this is when we it get a little tricky here. It says the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. But let's let's see what the Pharisee did. It says the Pharisee stood and prayed, thus with himself. Now, okay, let's first look at that part. The Pharisee had more of a inner look, a me attitude. So when we're dealing with self-righteousness, we already know self-righteousness is just what it says. I am self-right. So when you look at self-righteousness, self-righteousness is already me conscious. Self-right. I am self-right. So no matter what the, no matter what the situation is, I'm right. And it's by me that I make the law. So self-righteousness sees itself as a lawmaker, a lawgiver, and everybody must abide to the law of self-righteousness. That's why self-righteousness puts itself in a place as a judge. When we're self-righteousness, we, when we're self-right, we judge. And we say what you should be and what you should not be, how you should do it and what you should not do. And it's according to us. It's not according to the word. And when we use the word, we use the word as a weapon. Not as something that helps because a self-righteous person will tell you what you shouldn't be doing. Look at this person. Why are you doing what you're doing? You need to get yourself together and clean yourself up. That's not how a believer should look and act. So now when we are in a place of a self-right person, everything you do is going to be right according to you. But that's why God, that's why Jesus gave, uh, gave us this parable. Because this man says he wants to run the he wants to run the game. Let's look at this here. Pharisee stood and prayed in verse 11. Thus with himself, and then look, and then with God. So first he prays with himself. As he's praying in himself, he's talking to God, and he says, I thank thee. I'm thanking you, Lord, that I am not as the other men are. Oh boy. Oh man, I'm glad, God. We are in a group to ourselves. 
me and you, Lord, we got a place just for you and I. So he had already made a mess. Because anytime we separate ourselves to be greater than what we are, we got problems. He starts saying, I think, I, Lord, I thank you that I ain't like the rest of them. Because <laughs> he's already determined that they're not good. <laughs> exactly. He done already. <laughs> and, and I am. I am. That's right. Because when you do the comparison by comparison, you are. Maybe. You are what you say you are. Sometimes. That's true, though. But if you a bag of lemons and you compare everybody to be a bag of lemons, though people want grapefruit, if it ain't a lemon, it ain't right. I'm a bag of lemons. And you got to look like a lemon, smell like a lemon, and act like a lemon. Uh, but we know God is not a grocer, and neither is he dealing in lemon or lemonade, right? So basically, this man... He already is messed up because you see the text, you see where the text is going. And then he says, I'm not like other men. And he starts naming other men. Extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as the public. I'm not like this guy. And look, he says, I fast twice in the week. I give tithes to all that I possess. So basically, he said, I'm a man that holds religious tradition. I'm not like them because they are sinners. I'm not like them because I do all of these spiritual things. And, and you know, excuse me, but obviously because he labeled the ones that he did, these were the worst ones in his mind, the sins. Ah, yes. Because he said, you know, being unjust. I mean, these are sins. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, adulterer and extortionist. Oh, that's bad. I like it because I was, mm -hmm. in his mind, those were the worst of the worst, I think. You know, right? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, in the court. Huh? All sins are equal. According to that. Yeah, according to the word, but go ahead. <laughs> I am totally getting it. Um, oh, 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 oh
the people, and I feel so bad about it, I feel so bad. And so when they come over, it's like I have to spray everything and wipe it down, and you know, and I, and I, and I, and I pray it as it comes. I just feel so bad about that, I feel so bad about that. But I have to spray everything, and you know, I, I don't feel like I'm better than them. Or anything, yeah. See, I think. Yeah. Right. That's it. I think Reverend Nick said that. That's measure the heart. And that's one thing of, you know, everybody likes things the way they like it. And you come in and you track like my my wife get on us. Take your shoes off. Don't bring all that junk in the house. You know. So my thing is, every, right? Well, there we go. There we go. See, but but my but the biggest thing I want us I want you to focus on, just just examine your heart when it happens, because we all do. Because I know I, one time it, it's I got too clean to be touched, and I had to ask the Lord what was going on with me. Because, because one time, oh no, I, mean, I, I like I like to be I like to be real with it. And and one time, I've always and not always, but a lot of times, I would minister to people on the street, uh, X, Y, and Z, blah blah blah, and really minister. And when, it was one time, I, this person got near me, and I didn't want to. I was kind of like, you know, I'm normally not like that, and I had to ask the Lord. You know, he, he wants he wants to get close and talk, and you know, I would normally talk with him, but it was it was different. Yeah. Yeah. And I and, and and I was saying, in my heart, I was like, God, I just got too clean to be touched, because I, I became to get I've got a little self righteous. Wow. You know now, you know yeah, because now I feel like I'm a little I'm a little better than this person. Mm, okay. Where did that come yeah. from? Yeah. Okay. You know, and I had to ask the Lord. You know, God had to check me. Was like, nah, y'all on the same level. What are you talking about? You just out here doing my mission, and you look like him. May not on the outside, but on the inside, you did. And I, I had that experience. I used to take this lady home. Mm -hmm. uh, from a meeting I used to go to, and she would get in my car, mm -hmm. and my Lord, mm -hmm. you know. I ordered some little, uh, some little deodorant. Yeah, I ordered a little, you know, finger. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, finger. But I was convicted too. And God said, "That's what you said. I like to be." That's right. 
Mm-hmm. You had to. Get yourself together for yeah. you be end up in trouble. Yeah. See, because you'll go to the grave clean yeah. and you and you will burn in hell because mm-hmm. you because you're dirty on the inside. Oh, okay. And the Lord well, had I understand what you're saying. Right. Oh, and the Lord had to help me to realize, cut it out. Mm-hmm. You nothing, you're nothing. Mm-hmm. So everybody is even at the cross. Mm-hmm. And let's get it together. Mm-hmm. So the focus is how do I help them get to Christ? How do I maintain and become better in Christ for myself? And that's been my mission, to get that together. No one, nobody in this room is bigger than God, bigger than God's mission. Uh, Reverend Nick and I, we heard that this morning coming in when they were talking about King Saul. And he said, Saul, how long are you going to mourn? I mean, Samuel, how long are you going to mourn over Saul? I've moved on. You need to. So you need to get up, go and anoint the next king. <laughs> so you don't want God to move on from you. Yeah. How long are you going to continue in the foolishness? Thinking that you're better than everybody. Thinking that you're larger than life. When, the, when you walk into the room, everything stops. Mm. Everybody needs to examine their hearts and make sure that their hearts are where God wants their hearts to be. Mm. So, go ahead, Reverend. Sorry, I just wanted to add one more thing. Because, I mean, those things that you guys named were excellent examples. But I think sometimes, at least in my experience, reality um, is a little bit more subtle. Um, this man was clearly out here talking about, oh yeah, thank God I'm not, I'm not scoundrels and low down like y'all. But oftentimes I think for us it doesn't, it, or for some people it doesn't always manifest itself in that way. It could come as, as you think your opinions and your thoughts are better than someone else's. If people don't agree with me, then now it's like, oh, something wrong with them. Because my, I'm, my, clearly I think this way, and so that is the right, right way. Right. And I think sometimes those things are more prevalent even than the straight up, oh, I'm better than yeah. you. We don't come out and say those things always, but it's those little nuances where we act as if our opinions, our thoughts, our way of doing things are better and elevated above everybody else. Yeah, and that's true. I'm guilty of that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> and with that too, you know, 
Ah, you're right. She said, how do you know? It could have been God. Because what did he say? All of us be careful because you may be entertaining angels unaware. And God may very well put them in a place where you don't want to get close and see what you're going to do. And say, you know something? When you get to heaven, he's going to say, right, you missed me. Right. Exactly. You missed me. You're doing it unto me. And you're going to say, God, when did I miss you? He's going to say, you remember on, on uh, 45th and, and Ranbury Street when I was sitting on the side and I was covered in this and I smelled like that? I was waiting for you to come talk to me. Yes. Remember? And then on the other hand, if you thought it was a preacher or a bishop or somebody. You'd be right on over there. <laughs> exactly. You look like a bishop. Let me take your time. Right. Exactly. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some of that. There's something that you can point off of the thing that this particular text that you discussed had to do with stuff, right? So it was talking about what was in the heart. Mm -hmm. See, it wasn't God was not upset with him because he told the truth about right. saying these people are doing this, but because he thought it would look better than right. them. That's but see, the truth needs to be declared at all times. Side of that, you want to make sure that people understand. You would ever want to think he said better than about than about because Christian, we define ourselves as Christian, and we have to say, you know, you say, well, I don't go to parties. I'm not going to do these things. You will look at as thinking that we're better than others. That's why I say, no, God was saying, He looked at what's in the heart. Do you think you're better than somebody else? But not because of your action and your deeds. If your action is to make sure that people know who God is and the righteousness of God. Therefore, I tell people all the time, if that's the case, there's not much we can say about anybody, not even Donald Trump, if we have to. But we have to look at what's in the heart. Why am I saying what I'm saying? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Not because of that. God was upset them because of what was in the heart. Because his heart wasn't right. Because see, sometimes people come up to you and they can smile to you, smile around and they love up on each other, and hug each other. As soon as Valor turned her back and I said, you know what? Now Valor, I just don't care for her. Yeah. But I just got through saying, giving the impression to everybody else that I love her. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, a lot that has to do with the heart. God is into in our heart. That's the most important. If your heart is right, then as Sister the clerk was saying, you will be admitted to say the words, God. Well, maybe God is sending this person here. Maybe whatever, but whenever my heart is not right, I'm going to say, I'm just missing that. No, God ain't said nothing like that over here. No, they just came. Sometimes a person can say the wrong thing to us or whatever. God allowed them to come. Not that he sent them. He allowed them to come so that they can test how strong are we as we say we are spiritual. Amen. Can, I, can I deal with them? Can I hope, keep my patience? Can I be long-suffering with them even though they are wrong? They say the wrong thing about me. Can I? God is doing it to help us too, not only that other person. That's right. And you're right. You, you spot on, Pastor. The man, this man had heart issues. And that's, that's what it's about. And like Pastor said, it has nothing to do with the truth being spoken. But well, it is the truth being spoken in love. Yeah. You know, so. Hmm. That's right. What are your motives? Checking this person. And his motives, he didn't have right motives. Because immediately coming to the temple to pray, and now he wants to divide. I'm not. We know he doesn't have the right motive. 
Right. right. I mean, he, he actually compared himself to the other guy saying, I'm better than him. Like, exactly. Because that's where we have to watch out. And that's what we say comparison. When you, when you get into the place of comparison, comparison is the enemy to living a healthy life in God. You can't live a healthy life in God comparing yourself to somebody else, thinking that you're better than someone else. No one is. Less. Or even less. Oh yeah, or even less. That whole year bondage too. That's you right. Think, well, they they so much. That I ain't nothing. That's God know what you're doing. Exactly. Be the best we, you are. That's right. And we we know that's not of God. Yeah. Even when you're feeling less than, that's not a, not of God. So so he he names these people, and then now we look at the other person. You know, he talks about how he he fast. It says, and a publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven. But smote the breast of his, I mean, but smote upon his breast, saying, Excuse me, God be merciful to me, a sinner. So basically, he smote his breast, his chest, and he said, God be merciful to me, a sinner. Because he understood that he wasn't better. And it wasn't a comparison. He wasn't even worried about what this guy was doing in the booth. More so saying, Look at me. Look what I've done. And the Pharisee should have been saying the same thing. I missed the mark, God. Look at the way I look at these people. I think I'm more religious than other people. Just because I uphold communion, I think I'm better than this person on the outside. Because he said, I fast two times a week. You know, I pay my tithes on time. So I'm super spiritual. You know, I'm not a regular spiritual. I'm super spiritual. And some of us think that. Just because we're here, we make it on Sunday, you know, and we are, we are super and mega spiritual. But what does it look like on the inside? Because a person that doesn't have, the woman with two mites were more worthy than all of those, uh, all of those people that gave. He said they gave, they gave out of their access. She gave out of her need, out of her, she didn't have it. And she gave all that she had. And her giving was more important than all the money in the world. All those people, you bought all the big checks and you think that you're doing something. But when your heart is not where the Lord wants your heart to be and all of us need to examine ourselves. Can we quickly look at Galatians uh, chapter 6, please? 1 through 4. Yes, sir. Thank you, Ray. Or whoever has To me, even when I read this, this text, I saw those two men there. He says, those of us that are believers, what we do is we bear the burdens of our brother. Even when they're falling, we don't leave a man or woman behind. That's what we should do. 
Creed and Marines ain't never been in the armed services, but I know one thing that they say, they don't leave a man behind. Fallen or not fallen. And it's the same thing with us. When a brother or sister has fallen, it's not for us to take our fingers and jab it in their eye and stick salt in their wounds even more and think that they're unworthy more than what we are. They may have fallen in a certain kind of area, but you fall every single day and you, the spotlight is just ain't on your fault. So all of us need to wise up before God expose us. Because he says, bear one another's burdens. So that's what we do. Uh-huh. Interesting that when he, he said, restore such as one in the spirit of meekness. Spirit of what? Meekness. meekness. You know, not, not in a sense of thinking that, you know. Because uh, some people restore people, but it may be for our own reason. It was really mm-hmm. on point of because the same thing with the second person, the publican. He wouldn't even look up at the heaven because he had so much humility in the fact that he is not where he needs to be and only one can get him there. And all of us need to think the same thing. Only one of us can, can make us righteous. Only one can make us righteous and that is Jesus. So when our brother and our sister fall, we go pick them up because we don't, I've been there before. I'm there right now. Get my arm. Let me pick you up and let's both go, go see the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He can fix us. He can make us right. And that was the same thing with this guy in this text. The other one, he just knew he was standing on his own two feet. And God said, that guy was worse than the second guy. Because the second guy understood, I can fix your problems. Only I. So the character trait of self-righteousness, we need to understand not to be self-right. Like Pastor said, operate in the truth, know the word. Use the word in love. You may see a brother and sister that is doing something. You walk over and say, you know, Minister Coleman, I ain't going to embarrass him. But Minister Coleman, you have the right, uh, a girlfriend on the side ain't the right thing. You know, you, still, you call yourself a believer. You ain't, you ain't operating in the right way of Christ. That's the way we deal with it. No, we don't go and tell Sister Vaughn, you know, Minister Coleman got a mistress on the side. He want to he be in the pulpit preacher. You missed it. You missed it. <laughs> you know, because that's what we do. We're butterflies, we're buzz all around the church instead of going to the person that is dealing with the situation and checking him and say, God is putting light on your situation. And if you don't stop, I'm going to the pastor. If you don't stop, I will eventually. Eventually, I will have to expose you. I'm asking, and when I'm asking you in, in the love of Christ, cut it out. Because after a while, you can't continue in that. Once we know, once you know, if you know some person is doing something malicious to another person, when you find out, eventually you're going to have to, what do you say? First, go to the brother. Second, go get the elders. Third, you bring him in front of the congregation. If you still don't want to change, you treat him like a publican and a tax collector. That's what Jesus said, which what we do. So when you go to them in love, you talk to them and say, cut it out. You ain't trying to be better than them. You're just saying, I love you in Christ, bearing your burden. You, you, shouldn't, have a, you shouldn't have a woman on the side. You're married, you either going to get divorced or do something, but I'm asking you to cut it out. And he continued, Pastor, can you come with me because brother so-and-so, 
I don't think he should be ministering in the pulpit because he got he, he, he got this he got this going on. Or whatever that situation is. And I, and I think the word has to be the basis. Yeah. Right. If not, we'll, we'll put ourselves in speak little gods and say, well, I think you're doing that and that's wrong. Oh, you shouldn't do that. No, no. The word is the, is the only right. basis for what is right and wrong. And when, even when we go to one another, we use the word of God as the basis of, according to the word of God, we should not be doing this. According to the word of God, Mr. Coleman, you shouldn't have two, three women. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But you, exactly. And, and what have you done? You put Christ on the throne, exactly. and you injected Christ in the conversation. Right. This is Christ's thing. You, you, you know. And, and, because if you do anything else, the people will get mad with you. That's right. Like all you do, you be trying to be the God. He's trying to be the God of the situation. So uh, what you did was you took them to the Bible, you took them to the truth, and then let's look at the last part. He says. For every man shall bear in his own. Oh, no, no, let's look at verse 4. But let every man prove his own work. And then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. So in verse 2, he says, bear, one, bear you one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. So when we are bearing our brother's burdens and our sister's burdens, we are fulfilling the law of Christ. And that first man didn't fulfill the law of Christ. Because he didn't bear his brother's burdens. He should have been in there praying for him. He's a public in God. Help him, God. Help them to see that charging the wrong amount to people is not the right thing. And this publican, while he's praying for the publican, the publican is already hearing the prayers, and the publican is saying, God, I need change. I need help. That's how that works. So while we are interceding for somebody else, you don't know that person is already interceding for themselves. They may see themselves in the mirror and understand that conviction has set in. God, I'm a self-righteous person, I'm critical of people, and I don't feel good about myself, and I ask you, oh, I feel too good about myself. And I'm asking you, God, to help balance me. And we say, we're looking at that person and say, they always walk around self-righteous and they're critical. Let me go in and pray about that. God, break that spirit of self-righteousness and criticalness off of it. And as you are praying, see, that's loving and covering the person. When you're praying for them and not gossiping about them, going to first lady, want to talk about sister so-and-so. No, you're praying for it. You see it? God has given you the divine intervention. Like my pastor always said, God gives him, uh, uh, what is that? Um, Discernment. So instead of him going and straining the person, he's probably in prayer. Praying over what the Lord has discerned for him in order to help us. Some of us, the reason why we've come out of certain situations it's not because we're great people, but God has shown somebody what we are going through, and they're laboring in prayer, and God has heard the prayer, and we're coming out of that situation. He said, boy, that thing used to have a vice on me. But somebody, God has shown somebody that need help. And they went into the prayer tower, and they're praying over you. And they're asking the Lord to break that off of you. Somebody's praying for you because God has shown them your situation. So I want to leave it there. So overcoming the, 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 uh, self, <laughs> the, the character trait of self-righteousness. The biggest thing is humility. That's what the text shows us. Humility. If we don't have humility, we're going to be self-righteous. Because self-righteousness, humility will always show you where you're self-right and you'll bring yourself low. When we're in the love of Christ. It always does. When I get too high, the Lord will take me in my closet, convict me. Amen, amen, amen. I, I pray that this word uh, blessed you <laughs> as it did me. 
Amen. Uh, anytime you are giving a word, you always receive a word. Amen. And I just thank God indeed for uh, the message. Living a healthy life in God. We was talking about that self-righteousness. Getting that crap out of the way. You know what I mean? Because that thing will kill you. From the inside out, it will destroy you. So I pray that you were blessed by this podcast on today. Living a healthy life in God. We're talking about overcoming self-righteousness. But I just want to be in prayer for you right now. Heavenly Father, in the precious name of Jesus, we pray. God, that you'll bless every listener, God, every listener, God, that is dealing, that is struggling, that it has overcome, God, the spirit of self-righteousness, oh God, God, also I pray that uh, every listener, Lord God, that there will be favor granted on them, God, to live a healthy life in God, to be light, to be beacons of light all over the world, Heavenly Father. We pray, God, for the unsaved. There's any unsaved person that checked in today that is listening to this podcast, God. We pray, God, that it will give their lives over to Christ. We love you so much, God, and we thank you. It is in the precious name of Jesus we pray. Amen, amen. We thank God indeed for you guys on this podcast, Making an Impact Christian Podcast Show. And we just pray, God, that um, that everybody will, will be a blessing. And I pray, God, that you uh, will continue to strengthen and use every person listening. You want to make an Impact Christian Podcast show. I'm your host, Mike Anthony. And, hey, subscribe to the podcast. Please share it. Please download it. Send it. Give it to anyone. I just pray that I know this show is being a blessing to many. I just look at the stats and the stats are going up. And um, I just pray that someone... Um, that God is really using this podcast to change lives. Amen. Be praying for us as I'm praying for you. Leave me a comment. Rate this podcast. You'll see that. Go right on to the, um, my website. You'll see it. Make an Impact Christian Podcast Show. You'll see it. Rate it. Go down. Scroll all the way down to the bottom. You'll see the rating. Uh, give me a big thumbs up. Also, subscribe. You can look down at the bottom. And we have, you can subscribe Google Plus. You can subscribe to iTunes, uh, Spotify. So many. We everywhere. Stitcher. Hey, hook us up. Tune in. And, uh, you be a blessing, I'll be a blessing. Take care. God bless. You are listening to Making an Impact Christian Podcast Show with your host, Mike Anthony.